Welcome back to the No DQ Podcast. I'm James. And I'm the Corey Graves to your Michael Cole, Jordan. Yeah, buddy. Look how I keep doing Michael Cole <laughs> counterpart. Yeah. I keep making you Michael Cole. That's fine. Again, it just proves I've been the steadiest worker <laughs> that you've got. So, any, well, anyway, actually, you're the Vampiro to my match striker oh, tonight. No, no, I'm the match striker to your Vampiro. Get out of here. <laughs> We're here to talk about Ultima Lucha Quattro. The series finale. Okay, the season. Ultima Lucha. We will see. Yes. We will. Especially with those cliffhangers at the end of this episode. That is shit I need to be followed up on. Um, so, um, we're, now Lucha Underground was, or Ultima Lucha was three hours in, in a sense, uh, over two weeks. So we're going to go over and cover everything we saw. So, uh, night one, we saw the trio's title defended in a triple threat match. Which, which was elimination, which you did not find that out. Until some team was pinned. <laughs> yes. So, uh, it was the Rabbit Tribe versus uh, Exolicious, Ivelisse, and Sammy... I forget his last name. Sammy Guevara. Sammy Guevara, yeah. And then... Guevara. Versus the Snake Tribe of Jeremiah Snake, Cobra Moon, and Daga. Daga. So, it was a good match. Um, I, my, I, I was really upset because... I wanted the Rabbit Tribe to win, and they were the first team first eliminated. First one's out. Yeah. And, like, the thing is, is, like, they have this dude who's, like, all unstoppable, and, like, he was out of the ring when the pin happened and got all mad or whatever, but I'm just, like, I I don't like when they book unstoppable people like that. I think it's dumb. And the guy who, like, no-sell everything, and which is what he does. Gerrera. Yeah. Whatever, Sammy. And he was out of the rest of the match from that point on. Yep. So they were working outnumbered, and the Reptile Tribe... Slithered, slithered their way to victory. Correct. Um, Why? Sammy Guevara did something really cool, though. He did a uh, Spanish fly off the top of the stage. That was awesome. Why is Randy Orton not the actual leader of the, the Reptile Tribe? Because WWE isn't smart. Even Okay, I can tell you right now, WWE could sign literally everybody in that tribe and never make the connection. <laughs> they are that dumb. Or they would ruin it and have him burn it down a house. You can't. Closing. Ruin something with Jeremiah Snake in it. You can I know because he's incredible, it. and you just can't only improve it, especially by taking him out. I hate you. On to the next match. Leave the draw out of this. The Battle of the Mundos. Yes, it Taya was... Mundo versus Ricky Mundo. Yes, um, it was a very short, short match, and nothing was really memorable about it. Ricky my... tapped. Ricky tapped out to Taya, and then Taya put him through a table after the match, and that was it. Long story short, um, I'm just going to mention this for this and now. The doll takes possession over Taya yeah. in like a backstage cinematic, but yeah, which was fantastic. It correlates. So. Yeah, so and that'll tie in a little bit later then. Um, then we go on to the main event of the night, right? That was the, Of the first night, yes. Yes, of the first night. Killshot takes on Son of Havoc in a mask versus mask match. Super good match. It was... So good. It was all over the place. It was all over the place. There, there is a spot I would take out of it, but... Uh, what spot? The spot I got really angry about. Because he went through oodles of, like, actual painful shit and still kicked out. Oh, yeah. Oh, no, no, trust me. We're going to get onto that in a little bit I, here. I did like the finish, though. Yes. With the stretcher where Son of Havoc had him strapped in. And then did So the he shoot. literally couldn't escape the shooting star press. Yes. 
Um, and then uh, he pretty much uh, it ends, and Dante not lost, but double day. Um, pill shot is way is, darker than Dante Fox. By yes, the way. he gets unmasked, uh, and real, and they call him by his Germain. Jermaine. Lieutenant Jermaine Killshot. I forgot the last I name. I think it was Sterling? Star- Sterling, yeah, something Sterling like that. Sterling or something like that? Um, And then there's a cinematic. Was that Dante Fox in the uniform talking to him? No. Who was that guy? I don't know, some random military Were dude. Were you just not? Oh, go ahead. Sorry, you weren't paying fucking attention. So Military dude. And he's like, man, re- Killshot was like, man, be relieved of duty. Yeah. And he's like, yes, sir. So I 100% think Killshot is now out of the company. Yes, I think Killshot may so, be gone. So only another reason why this is the series finale. No. We get to night two. Let's break it off. Hit it. Yeah, so night two is we open up the night with... Dragon Azteca Jr. takes on Phoenix in a two out of three falls match. So this match pissed me off. The first two falls, which each of them got, came super fast. Okay, so then later in the match, they both hit each other with their same moves they've gotten pinfalls off of now, and then they kicked out. And so suddenly it just becomes like now everyone's hulked out, I guess. Because Cueto made it a false count anywhere. False count anywhere. For the third fall. Um, and the match just got super extreme after that. Just a lot of lot of big spots and stuff like that, which is like the theme of the show. They went through like four tables. Yeah. Um, and then the winner winds up being Phoenix. Phoenix, yeah. Because Melissa costed Dragon Azteca the match, which was dumb. Like she I'd... said, "You guys are friends. Stop fighting." Then Phoenix took advantage of that and won. And won. then uh, Phoenix was devastated. Or uh, Melissa was so devastated after the loss, which was weird. She could no longer continue to do Ultima Lucha. So the guest ring announcer was announced as. Shaw Guerrero. Shaw Guerrero, which is Eddie's daughter. Which we did not know that. No, I didn't. We think, us being huge wrestling fans, we'd at least know the descendant of Eddie Guerrero. Yeah. Um, so, uh, she pretty much like went out there, and then Famous B was like, I could have done this better than you. And then Famous B got the shit kicked out of him. Chavo, Chavo came shows in. Up. Up. We yeah. see the three amigos. Chavo does the splash. Yes. And then goodbye, Famous B. Yep, Famous B. Just showing up for that payday. Yep. And then we move on to... Mil Mortes versus the Mac. Yes. In a death match. Yes. Um, it was pretty straightforward. They just used, you know, again, that they, they... So, about halfway through the match, he uses an ice pick on the Mac and just fucking rips him open, and that was... That was whole. There's also a spot where the Mac says Kuta Kinte 3000. Yeah, that happened. I did not believe James at first. I was like, that's ridiculous. Yeah, and I went and rewound it. I was, was like, this is, this can't be what he really said. And he actually said it. That was so weird. Um, so The Mac wins. The Mac goes over. Um, Three stunners in a row. Yep. Throws his ass in a coffin. Yep. There's a spot in that match that I don't like. Because the coffins are, I guess they're supposed to like show that they're actual coffins. Yeah. And Mamortes just comes in, grabs it one hand, and just drags it. And I'm like, you could have like made it look like that thing was actually heavy. You know, like, oh, I can move it with two arms and I'm struggling a bit, but I'm still doing it. But now nah, he was just like, yep, yeah, this is flimsy shit. All right. 
Right. And yeah. then there was that part where that casket was falling apart because it is flimsy. <laughs> yeah. Oh, like because it was on the thing and it kept when the door opened, it couldn't they couldn't get it to stay upright. Yeah. Um. So then we go to the co-main event. Yes. Johnny Mundo takes on Matanza Cueto in a sacrifice to the gods match. So, um, that, again, hardcore stipulate. Pretty much this was just every match is a hardcore match. Typical Ultima Lucha fashion. Right. Um, there's a point where, like, Johnny has the gauntlet on, the gauntlet of the gods. I love Lucha Underground because I get to say his name. It's like the gauntlet of the gods. Um... <laughs> And he, like, beat the, you know, he starts with it and he's punching him. And then, like, uh, he gets the glove off and throws it. And so then Johnny's just got to fight him, you know, bare-knuckled or whatever. Yeah, it pretty much told the story of the, the gaunt- he needs the gauntlet. Right. So, he, yeah, he fights him off, but mostly his main priority is to get that gauntlet. Right. Um, so the gauntlet winds up on top of the entrance stage thing. thing. Uh, Johnny gets put through the th- roof, and then, like, the But beast... he has the gauntlet in time. Yes. And then Matanza thinks he wins. Like, oh, I'm Matanza. I do Matanza And things. then Mundo comes out with abs of steel and the gauntlet on his head. <laughs> yes. And he freaking like, comes out of the ring. Uh, he beats him. He beats him. Uh, Johnny yeah. Mundo wins. With a falling punch. Yeah. The gauntlet. Yes. And, so. um... It was a good match. Um, I'm kind of happy that that's over now. They get, well, I knew I knew the sacrifice to the gods thing. It's been the whole thing all season. Which it was just a plot convenience to get rid of people. Quick. I knew it was gonna end though because it's like it's time for it to end. Right. Yeah, that was just dumb. And then uh, the match was all right, but I don't feel like you didn't really get to see a lot of wrestling in this. No. Like, Mundo is fantastic. You saw the all-night-long match with Prince Puma. Yes. I don't think he really got to sh- you shine. Know, shine. It's, right. Yeah, that's the word I'd use. Because they made it all about the gauntlet. I like the story they told. Yeah. But also, they didn't really see Mundo be Mundo. So. No. Uh, after this, he uh, gives the gauntlet back, back to, to Aerostar. Because they're like, oh, there's just a god in your body. And he's like, no one's in my perfect body except me. So he gives him the gauntlet. <laughs> yeah. Um... And then he goes backstage, and he's like, Taya, babe, you were supposed to be in my corner. And then she turns around, I'm not Taya no more. And the doll, like, or the possessed body of Taya turns chokes. Turns out the doll was a god. Yeah, and it choked out Johnny. I don't know if he's dead. No, they just choked him out. Okay, so uh, that'll be a thing next season, I'm sure. Um, I don't know. It's I, the series it's finale. It's not the series finale. Moving on to the main event of Ultima Lucha Quadro. Marty the Moth Martinez takes on Pentagon Dark. For the Lucha Underground Heavyweight title. In a Zero Mierdo match. Yes. And, whole. So, Jordan is not a blood fan. Um, I, I I, I'm not, not impartial to it. That much blood. Yeah, and it got blood it was fast. Like, in. Within the first two minutes yeah. of the match. Marty is just bleeding profusely to well, his face everywhere. It was pretty gross. Um, and he fought the whole match like that. Yeah. Uh, kudos, because that, that was a hell of a match. He Literally. got his ass kicked, though. He really did. Like, just proving that the only reason he won that title was because of all the convenient things. Like, oh, you just fought this man. Well, here I am. <laughs> right? 
And then so um, the match ends with a pile, package pile driver through six, six chairs. chairs. Typical Pentagon fashion. Right. Um, Pentagon wins, and then um, Vampiro comes in the ring. Vampiro he fucking just has to. Yeah, Jordan hates Vampiro. I do too. Everyone hates Vampiro. Yeah, they should if they know what's good for them. The thing that like annoys me the most about this though, so he comes in the ring and is like this, you know, like okay, so what season like early season three or even season two, they did this whole thing where he was like his leader or his master. Pentagon was, you know, uh, following the orders of Vampiro, and then they just kind of dropped it forever. Until tonight, and then Vampiro is like, this is my new master, and this other dude Some comes. dude who kind of looks like Pentagon, only fucking half as big. Yeah, and jumps him and beats, like, and then, like... Spiked up and calling it. Yeah, <laughs> and then goes to the top of the freaking stage and does a shooting star press into standing Pentagon. And then, like, just beats the crap out of Pentagon and rolls Pentagon back in the ring. And then Jake Strong is like, time to cash in, bitches! Comes down to the ring. Um... Makes Pentagon tap, or I don't even... Yeah? He might have passed out because he got his ass up. Yeah. Um, so, your champion at the end of Ultima Lucha is Jax... Sorry, Jake Strong. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do... I'm going to love this. Jack Swagger. Yeah, it is. I think that's a bad call. It is what it is. Don't say it is what it is. You can't say what it is what it is and then get pissed about like a Brock match. So go fuck yourself with it is what it is. No, because guess what? Jake's going to be there. I don't care. I think it was a bad call. He wasn't a good heavy wor- world heavyweight champion. That wasn't. He's again. boring. He's always been boring. <laughs> he's done fine this season. He's still boring. <laughs> Doesn't change that he's boring. He's. I'd rather fine. have Marty as champion. <laughs> yeah. Marty's... Anyways, it would not make. It, it wouldn't make sense unless he did cash in. Yes. I'm just upset. It's Jack Swain. Jake Strong. Whatever. Yeah. Famous right. B. Hashtag. Lucha, okay, so now we're going to go into the closing cinematics of the night. There was a lot to end this episode. Um, okay, so we already talked about Johnny getting choked out. Black um, Lotus returns and kills Matanza. Yeah, so Matanza's dead now. Yeah, so like, oh, yeah. And so is Azteca Jr., right? No, he only snapped his ankle and then took the gauntlet. Oh, that's Your right. The new that's... champion snaps his ankle and then takes the gauntlet. Yeah. Jake Strong. Um, and then... God, I feel like there's something. Oh, um, Aerostar, because he makes an appearance That's again. That's the ending. We're not there yet. Isn't that after the? No, oh, that was the limo before. scene. Oh, okay, the limo. Like the. Uh, so there's been the shadow character. Yeah, there's been the shadowed character who's like the boss, and all that, and they finally revealed who it was, and it was. Some of you may know him as Stu Bennett. Some of you may know him as Wade Barrett. Um, Bad news, Barrett. Bad news, which I like that like, did you, yeah. that line. I, was like, I got bad news. And yeah, I was like, this yeah. is the only reason. Like this might be the saving grace of the entire season. Is right, that Wade Barrett was there. Dude, I love Wade Barrett. I love Wade Barrett. Yeah, and I just love that he's doing something. I guess. Yeah, right. Fucking hey, dude. Anyways, they're talking about how the gods are all finally there now. Uh, Vampiro's master started talking. I couldn't. He was so auto too. I couldn't hear a goddamn. He was like, "I will destroy you." (laughs) And I was like, "Where's Rachel?" (laughs) It was crazy. And then, so then we go to the final cinematic. Uh, Aerostar is like, "Hey, I need to bring more people back from the dead because that's my thing." And then, like, he goes to the casket where Dario is, which 
So, okay, let's talk about how that team kind of makes no sense. He got the pendant recently, and then they showed him opening the casket at the funeral parlor of Dario, which was a year ago. So that doesn't make any sense. That makes perfect sense. But they Aerostar ex- time travels. You don't need oh, a that's, goddamn That's thing right, you're right. Because Aerostar can time, time travel. travel. So he, he self-corrects everything. So he comes back. Brings Dario back to life, which, oh my god, a whole season without Dario was crazy. Yeah. His dad's a little messed up in the head. Yeah, I'm not a fan. Um, also, I'm sure he's sick of doing old man makeup all the time. What do you mean? They're the same guy. No, they're so not. How no! They, how are they going to do scenes with the hypothetical next season when they're both there? Yeah. I know, we'll see. Maybe he'll kill his dad episode one. Uh, uh, and that was season four. Or that was, that was the Ultima Lucha. Of season four of Lucha Underground. Yes. Um, overall, my thoughts on the season, it wasn't good. Compared um, to, well, you got, you're missing a lot of talent. And throughout this season, they took out a lot more talent. Yeah, they really did. So you are relying heavily on, uh, like, a bunch of new guys. Right. Which, that's not a bad thing, but the, the thing is, is that they, they dipped in match quality this year, too. Yeah. Um, it just, it didn't feel... Like, I really wasn't expect Like, A, I don't know if the audios were way worse this year. Because it was harder to hear people in speaking roles. The the, the impact on the mat didn't sound nearly the as... sound good. effects were unnecessary. No, dude, they're Lucha Underground. That's what no, they do. the sound effects were bad. Whatever. They don't... This is the only season where they did those sound effects. Um, Whatever. But, you know, last season was a lot flip up. To, you had Prince Puma. Ray was fucking there. Yeah. Uh, Cage... Cage was here for, like, two episodes of the season. Had his thing with Pentagon, and that was it. Yeah. Like, how are you going to have an Ultima Lucha without Cage? I don't understand that at all. I agree with that. Uh, They keep losing talent. Jack Evans is gone now. Yeah, Jack Evans quit. But Tonda looks like he's gone. Yep. Jeff Cobb decided to call it quits. And and Killshot's gone. Like, I get you're going to have a lot of new talent, but you still need bigger talent to bring people in. You absolutely do. And, um... I, I hope that they can come back. I honestly want them to go back to Borough Heights. I liked I liked it better. I don't think they can. I know there was I a rental issue. There was a rental issue with they it. had to. Yeah, I know. It I just, just feels like I don't want Lucia to be over, but I, it just feels like this is the end. Yeah, because they're losing all this talent. Uh, this season dropped in match quality. There was barely any cinematics throughout the whole season. Right, and that's like a that's the their big, huge thing. They're like. A soap opera, but right. wrestling's that. Yes, and there just weren't enough no. of it. I don't know. Like was, I said, when when they did their whole open contract thing, I think it kind of ruined it. It was them. the second reason I'd watch Lucha Underground because the stories were so outlandish and ridiculous. Right. First reason, obviously, being Johnny Mundo. Well, uh, right. <laughs> okay, nobody has Oak Leaf except Johnny Mundo. I was like, one day I just said that, I was like, what's John Morrison doing with his career? Yeah. And then, thus, Lucha Underground was discovered. <laughs> yeah. Um, and that's the thing. Like I've watched Lucha Underground since about halfway through season one, and then I went back and rewatched the rest of season one. And I, I, I honestly love this. I love the product, and this is easily their worst season. And it sucks. It sucks because it's the newest season too, though. Right. You and don't, your show's gonna go down if your seasons like decrease. Yeah. Last season was so hard to beat, though. It you was. You had Rey Mysterio. Right. Other I just people too, but that's just. I just hope that I hope that they they are able to come back. I just hope that they can do better. 
I don't know what. I don't know what they can do to change it at I, this point. I feel like if it comes back, it's gonna be worse. You're missing a lot of talent that helped like establish this brand. Yeah, but that's but that's the thing though. People get signed. People got signed to WWE. There's already two names that were in this season that aren't coming back. Chelsea Green, she was in there. She's not gonna be back. And I lied. One, because I can't remember the other person. I thought there was a second one. Maybe not. Um, Mundo's still there. Mundo is still there. Um, I just... It's one of those things where I don't like the fact that they've... Because it doesn't... Like, NXT, it's a constantly changing program, and we still love it. There's no reason Lucha Underground can't do the same. But the thing with Lucha Underground is... They have a break. Which is both good... And bad. Like, you kind of forget about Their last break, what, over a year? It was a long time. It was a very long time, which wasn't a good sign in the first place. No, because I don't... The thing is, is that they need to, they need to do more consistent. And uh, by the way, you charged me $40 for a season that was 20 episodes, and that kind of pisses me off. Because uh, I bought the last two seasons prior to this, and it didn't cost me that much. It is, which isn't that bad in all honesty, but I, it, it was financially better in the former season well, yeah. that I bought. So that's why I'm kind of salty. I just feel like season three was their peak, and they'll never reach that again. I don't think that's true. But we'll see. Because we'll it's not going to even be a show anymore. It is going to be a show. Shut up. It's the series finale. It was not. And it's going to be just like Angel. They're going to leave you with a huge cliffhanger, and it's going to be like, okay, whatever happened to this show? <laughs> I hate you. Um, all right. Hit me because I tell the truth. So what was your match of Ultima Lucha? Oh. Just, I don't... You're talking about match quality dipping, and it kind of showed in this. I disagree. I, I think Ultima Lucha was, there was Ultima Lucha. There were three matches that were actually good. I'm going to give it to Killshot and Son, uh, Son of Havoc. It was my favorite match of the Ultima it, Lucha. It was actually my favorite match, too. I think that was... That was the best match. Overall. Yeah. Like, wrestling-wise, that was the best match. Agreed. Yeah, they had their hardcore shit, but it was good wrestling. Yes, I agree with that. Um, so, that's pretty much the wrap-up of Ultima Lucha Quattro. Um, I just want to say the MVP of this season was, and always will be, Johnny Mundo. <laughs> um, my MVP of the season was Pentagon Dark. It's not Johnny Mundo. No one cares. We didn't even touch on he's the first ever two-time Lucha Underground champion. Because he was... I don't think we actually... Oh, no, we did. Yeah. Um, yeah, that happened. He was cashed in on, but he was still the first ever two-time. Right. Which I feel like Pentagon deserves that. I agree with that. Because he didn't even get it till the end of season three, which sounds crazy to me. Yeah. Because it's Pentagon. Yeah. Agreed. Um, but again... Hopefully they can dig themselves out of that. And now we, for the time being at least, we have one less show to talk about on our show. So. Yeah, so, I mean, this right now it is just... This Lucha wrap-up. Any last comments before we move on and, you know... No, I got nothing really. Leave Lucha Underground in the sunset. Yes. Drive, um, leave a drive-off in the sunset. No. Um, I think Team Exo should have won. That's a comment I'm putting out there. Uh, yeah, that's fine. Where was Joey Ryan? He was hurt. Or else I don't care. Joey Ryan was gone. Cage's gone. Everyone's gone. Tejano they mentioned, but he's not even fucking there. Yeah, Tejano wasn't there at all this season. Um, that's fine. I didn't like Tejano anyway. No one liked Tejano. I called him Texacano for the longest time. Uh, you did. Um, all right. I've got nothing new. Yeah, let's wrap it up. Uh, all right. Goodbye, Lucha. 
gave us some memories, gave us some good times. I will remember you. Alright, I'm gonna put an end to this before uh, he continues. Cause he'll, he'll do the whole song. Um, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for joining us on the No DQ Podcast. I've been James. And I've been Jordan. Have a wonderful night.